Tuesday and Wednesday, Parshas Emar, Shear 13. There's a very interesting story with Abchayim Zatzal. He once had a problem with a water pipe in his house, and he had to call a plumber to fix it. When he finished the job, Abchayim called him over and paid him immediately, because the halacha is, you have to pay somebody on the day that he works, besides for certain circumstances. But then Reb Chaim asked him a very interesting question. Reb Chaim asked him, you daven for Parnasa. So how could you daven that the Rabbani Shalom should send you Parnasa? Is it the right thing to daven that Yidin should have broken pipes and should have issues and therefore you should be able to make Parnasa? And if we stop for a moment and think about that question, a very valid question. Anybody that works in an industry that gets paid because of somebody else's loss, a doctor, a mechanic, or any other job that fixes when people have issues, so how does a person daven for parnasa? But truthfully, many people don't think about this question because when they daven for parnasa, they don't really internalize what they're davening for. But Reb Chaim was pointing out that this is your parnasa, and you have to daven for parnasa. But at the same time, it's to the detriment of other people. So how can you daven properly for parnasa? Now we can just add that maybe a person should just daven for parnasa in general, without getting detailed. It's not his business how the Rebbein Shalom sends him parnasa. He should get up in the morning and say, Rebbein Shalom, please send me parnasa today. But Reb Chaim didn't say that. So first of all, you see that Reb Chaim understood that a person should be detailed when he davens. And therefore he should ask, Rebbein Shalom, send me parnasa today. Send me that I should get a lot of jobs. So Chaim asked him, how could you daven for such a thing? To ask for jobs if it's coming at other people's expense. And Chaim told him like this. He said, ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that if it was nigzar on somebody to have suffering, Rahman it shouldn't be a physical suffering or a spiritual suffering, Chas Rather that suffering should be in a way that his pipe gets stuffed up or something went wrong with his pipe, and then he has to pay a repair man, and now you make parnasa, and he gets out of a tzara, that he shouldn't chas have a physical tzara, rather Rabbi Shalom should pay back in a monetary fashion. And then you gain, and he gains. That's what Reb Chaim told him. And we can see many things from the story. First of all, you see how to think about another yid. A person should think about, yes, you're making money, but it's to someone else's detriment. Have in mind that Rahman al-Islam, people shouldn't have a hafsid, and it should only be to the person's gain. For example, like Abchayim said, instead of Chas Shalom having a serious Einish, have this instead. And there's another aspect that you see in this story. That even when a person is busy with his business, never forget about another Yid. Many people think that when it comes to business, I act differently than when it comes to other areas. Reb Chaim is teaching us when a person works, he works like a Yid. And a Yid cares about another Yid, even when it comes to business.